This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition, Short Bite Game Break Edition. Um, we're going to let you in on a little Skunk Works project that Ariel has been working on for the mm-hmm. last few months. And I think we'll, we're, we're excited because it's one of those things that once we figured out how to do it, I think we're going to be able to do more of them. Yeah. It took a lot of learning. So Ariel had this, Ariel and I kind of kicked around an idea. She kind of took it and ran with it and, you know, just unbelievable amount of creativity on her side um this idea of a game break and it was something that um i think a sticking point around the idea of game schooling is a lot of people don't know what game schooling means or how to do it they say oh we get to play a bunch of games it kind of ties into something that's you know i can learn about or i can educate or i can go forward and and you know and educate my child through the game but really, how do I do it? And I think the mechanics of the it. mechanics of it. And I think what Ariel's trying to do here, and I think she did it really well, is actually try to answer that in a real concrete example um, in the game break and try to answer the question of how do I actually implement this and how do I actually mm-hmm. use games as sort of the centerpiece, almost like a spine. You know, we, we, all, we all have the terminology of spine within our curriculums. And to understand how you know how spines we return back to them and other materials emphasize or accentuate off a spine, and I think you took that to heart and used the game as sort of a spine and then yeah. built around it. So, talk about the game break, what it is, how people use it, and why it will be earth shattering in the <laughs> game schooling world. So uh, we did we did announce this uh, a couple weeks back. So you may have seen it on social media, but we wanted to take this opportunity to kind of go into it more. Yeah. the The idea is that uh, you know unit studies that I've seen are usually at least a week, if not multiple weeks, and yeah. I don't have that kind of time to deviate from the curriculum that I've chosen. If unit studies is your thing and you want to take breaks and do unit studies, I think they're awesome. But for me, I, I have curriculum that we're moving through and. I know that a lot of folks do and don't have time to say take off for three weeks and do a unit study. So what I wanted to do is what we're calling a game break, which is a one day unit study or a one afternoon unit study. It's just a break from your regularly scheduled work and it's something fun that you can do. And as you say, it gives folks an idea of how to really apply game schooling. So I decided to start with our daughter's favorite favorite game, favorite preschool game, which is Hoot Owl Hoot by Peaceable Kingdom. And I thought this was a great way to just do a test run of this concept and see, you know, if this could really work and could really produce something that would be helpful. So uh, in the center of it is the the game. So you would play the game and then the, the game break walks you through how to uh, then do uh, some reading, so you will read from a couple of fiction books, and and the theme is owls. It's all about owls. So yeah, so you'll read a couple of fiction books about owl babies and owly, and there's some discussion questions in there. So after you've read those, then you'll do an art activity where you'll make your own owl tokens for the game, and then you'll play the game using your new owl tokens, mm-hmm. um, and then you'll go back and you'll read some nonfiction books about owls and learn more about their habitat and what they eat and some other things about them. Um, and, and then you'll go and do another art activity where you're going to make some owl food. Uh, 
and you're going to use on, it based on the learning based you, on the learning yeah. that you do with your learner you're going to make uh, different owl food items and then you're going to go back to the game and you're going to put those in the game as power-ups and we've made a change to the game rules to use those mm-hmm. um, so that kind of accentuates gameplay and then we have a tons of media that we've provided videos of owls hatching and about more about owls and there's a a science unit to do a pellet dissection or watch a video about it if you don't want to do that and explore how owls see and do kind of a fun experiment with your kids and uh, then there's a bunch of resources for you to take it further so we tried to do is provide something that would give two to three hours I think we did it with our daughter and it was just over two hours Um, and she had a lot of fun with it so this is target age uh, four to seven around there you could go older with it I don't think you could go a whole lot younger I think we maybe started playing this with our daughter when she was upper age three Um, so maybe you could depending on your learner but you could go older if you want to just add more in depth and in some of our further resources we gave some things for some older learners we tried to make some uh, adaption notes for younger or older kids you know that you could play with multiple ages because this is a preschool early elementary game Um, we wanted it to be something that we could expand a little bit so we tried to do something that was just going to be fun Mm -hmm. and show you this is the way that you could take a game and and this is more complex than you have to do, but how you can take a game and make it the center of your learning. So this one, this one's all about owls, but you know, if you maybe tease the next one, what's the next one about? Yeah. I'm working on Dragonwood next, which is going to surround dragons. It's going to be all about dragons. And so it can be, it can be anything, you know, if your kids are super into a game that's all about space, you could take that and make a unit study based on that. And each time you play the game, study a different planet that's covered in the game or, you know, whatever you want to yeah. do. Maybe we're hoping the game break kind of inspires people on how to do it, but also, you know, you know, they can actually take the game break and do these in their, in their homeschool. Right. This yeah. is, this is a free resource. Yeah. We just wanted to provide it so that people could see, you know, because we do talk, we do talk it. a lot about games. We've talked about game schooling, you know, right. with Daniel Dabbs and we've talked about, the ideas and, and how to how to actually, you know, how we kind of do it. But it's one of the big problems with game schooling is there's really a codified idea. There's a lot of people just say, oh, play games and have fun. Right. And that's great. But a lot of people like a little bit more structure. They want to see how it's done. And your, you know, I have to tell you, your graphics are amazing on this, on this, you know, the, the, the downloadable. It's about eight pages long. You can mm-hmm. print it, put it into a binder, take it with you if you're going on a camping trip or something of that nature. And you can really have a good time with it. You did a great job. It's really short, as you said, about two, three hours. And yeah. I think it just really, I think it can really inspire families to really take gaming as that centerpiece. And hopefully, you know, you'll come out with the next one here with Dragonwood, which we've already talked about. I think we did the whole planning for it and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, we're going to be the, trying to put them out fairly regularly. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, if you don't own Hoot Owl Hoot or your kids are a little older, that's not your your jam. I'd still encourage you to grab this just so you can see the way that it's structured. Maybe your kids are really into a different game, mm-hmm. um, but you can see how this works um, and put something together for yourselves and Absolutely. and then tell us about it. I'd yeah, love sure. to hear. Yeah, share it on the Because um, that's the thing that I see so often is like, okay, you learn with games, but but how? But like really how? Yeah, let's see the practical thing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, a lot of learning. Because in reality, we know that you're not going to sit there and play 
15 games a day and that's going to be your curriculum you, we know you're going to have to bring in literature you're going to have to bring in media you're going to have to bring in art and you're going to have to bring in all right. these elements in science and all these things and that's not in a game and we all know that and so how do you actually do this and i thought you, the way you modified the rules and you had the art kind of fold in the next one i think we're you're going to be doing art and bringing in new characters into the to the game. And yeah, we're going to do some storytelling. We're going to do yeah. some different things. We're trying to bring in different elements. One thing that I think everybody understands pretty well is that most games include math. Yeah. And so you could just have your learner play games over and over again to reinforce, learn and reinforce new math skills. And that one I think everyone pretty much gets. Yeah. But when you talk about using games to get your learner interested in finding out more about other subjects, that's... That's where we're trying to help, right? Yeah. You, yes, we could say, sure, your kid's struggling with addition, play a bunch of some swamp. That's a great idea. Um, but how do you how do you take that and say, I want to leverage some swamp and learn all about alligators, all about yeah. alligators and and creatures of the swamp and the bayou or whatever? Like, how do you how do you extend it and make it more? You know, games are expensive, and uh, how do we get more longevity and more learning out of games? I think that this is a good way. So I'm hoping this is going to be really helpful to folks. Uh, I hope that some of you use it for your learners as written and tell me how it is. I, I mean, I'd love to hear and if, I'd love to add resources or make it better uh, over time. If you've got ideas, I'm, I'm all ears. Um, and then I'd love to hear what you make yourself for your kids Absolutely. and uh, what that what that looks like for you. I think that game schooling can be whatever we want it to be. There's no rules, but if I were going to make a game schooling curriculum module, this is what I would do. So I'm hoping it's helpful. <gasps> game schooling curriculum. I'm not signing myself up for that folks. I'm just <laughs> at the moment. I'm just, I'm just I'm saying, sitting, I'm sitting back with my Austin powers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> with the pinky. Video. Yeah. At the moment, I, I just want to, I just want to make these unit studies and, and hopefully some families can see the possibilities absolutely so, so check it out so check it out there's a great link in the show notes below um it's obviously free we would love to hear your feedback on it what you guys think about it um if you have any feedback or if you have any whatever you're doing in your own or if you have a request you'd like to give to ariel on the next game that she's going to work on that'd be wonderful so thanks so much we hope you enjoy it and hope you enjoy the game break thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!